All right, guys, so we got a bunch to talk about today, and I have a whole slate of Rise of the Beast news to go over with you guys and some a little bit of non-Rise of the Beast news. But, uh, yeah, I just I appreciate you guys checking us out, and uh, sorry for the delay in the uploads of the segments. But, uh, yeah, we're back now, and if you enjoy the content, I appreciate you hitting that like button. It says that only my analytics show that only about 60% of you guys that uh, tune in weekly to the Transformers Talk Raw podcast are subscribed. So if you do enjoy the content, you do appreciate the giveaways. Of course, we just got finished giving away a Rise of the Beast Voyager Optimus Primal. If you do enjoy that, please consider subscribing, consider supporting the channel via on YouTube and Spotify via Patreon at $3 a month. That'll keep the uh, giveaways continuing, guys. But yeah, let's get into all this stuff. And I got a lot of, uh, a little bit of uh, non-Rise of the Beast news, like I said, to go over too. But also... I want to talk to you guys about something as far as that film goes. Uh, but let's get in the news. Uh, Stephen Capel Jr. and Lorenzo D. Bonaventura possibly confirmed a green-lighted sequel to Rise of the Beast in a recent interview they gave with Entertainment Weekly. So that's kind of cool. If uh, you enjoyed the movie, you've seen it and you enjoyed it, or if you just psyched about every Transformer movie that comes out, uh, apparently something's already green-lighted. They're going to do something with that, uh, of course, the G.I. Joe crossover and all that. So, But uh, the Goat Crew X, a company called Goat Crew X, has unveiled a new Rise of the Beast cl- uh, apparel line, which includes hoodies, snapbacks, and t-shirts, things like that, and they look kind of good. But also, pre-orders are up for a uh, the DVD and Blu-ray of Rise of the Beast already. So if you like the film, or if you want to own that physical media, of course, that's going to be an option for you real soon. Uh, also, um, my last bit, and this is kind of controversial guys, and, and this is something I was going to actually headline this segment with stating that, you know, is rise of the beast racially or politically charged or motivated? <clears throat> and I'm going to get into more than this later, but of course, in an interview with BET and Yahoo entertainment, uh, uh Stephen Cable commented that usually when you're black, you get one or two movies a year. For us to be in a position where we can tell a story about our culture is special. And these comments kind of struck me as odd, guys. And, of course, it's it's kind of silly for him to even mention this stuff. Of course, I don't think that, uh, you know, And I put, but I'll go into this here in a little bit. But let me get finish up the news here, and then I'll go. I'll circle back to this stuff, guys. Uh, as far as news go, though, um, that's pretty much going to be the Rise of the Beast news. But we can also know that a G2 Legacy Dead End has been revealed. And he looks fantastic, guys, actually. If you like those G2 colors, of course, Dead End was unreleased originally, being the Stunicon. Uh, but it, I do love those colors, G2 colors. They're so loud. They're so out there. And it's kind of, you know, I remember G1 growing up, but it's it, this, the tail end is the part I caught. You know, 86, 87, 88. But... Uh, you know, Pretenders, Micromasters, Target Masters even, but G2 is really where I really clearly remember all of it. I was there through the whole thing, and I loved it. So that really strikes a chord with me, really enjoying those G2-colored releases. But also, TFCon has renounced their new health and safety guidelines, which controversially prohibits cross-dressing and the usage of transgendered uh, individuals using... Um, those uh, restrooms which they identify with. So a transgender man, for example, 
they want using a normal men's restroom, from my understanding of this policy. Well, what, what do you guys think in the comments? Do you agree with this? I know a lot of you guys go out to TFCon uh, every year, and I believe uh, these policies are for TFCons throughout the nation. But uh, let me know what you think of these new health and safety guidelines. Do you agree with them? Do you think they are controversial, or are they pretty standard in what we expect? I know in recent media, <clears throat> these would be considered kind of controversial, kind of prohibitive, uh, and insensitive uh, for that community. But, uh, yeah, let me get into this stuff, okay, with Stephen Cable and his comments uh, to, with BT and Yahoo Entertainment. Okay, first off, let's break this down. He, you know, I don't believe, and I've been told as much, let me get this out the way, actually. I have not seen Rise of the Beast yet. I haven't seen the film. I, I was going to go into it um, cautiously, kind of with a hopeful expectation that it, I would be pleasantly surprised. However, what I have seen, is every just about every single large critic's review of the film. I've talked to people about the film. I've heard spoilers of the film. I've listened to the musical composition and the score of the film. The only reason I hadn't seen it initially is because it hadn't come to my, my town yet. My nearest theater outside my town is about, you know, it's like a 45-minute drive. I don't really want to drive all that time, and I don't really have the time because I work full-time to go and see it and drive that distance. So I'm waiting for it to come to this theater, or at least I was. I'm actually, guys, now considering not seeing it at all, and I'm going to get to why. But as far as Capel's comments with these, these entertainment associations, you know, <clears throat> he states that when you're black or you're from a minority, that particular minority, you get one or two movies a year. <clears throat> I don't agree with that statement, the first part of that statement. I don't think they do. You know, those you know, like, like people, I, I think they get many, many films a year. Uh, I would, I totally disagree with that. Even decades ago, ago, guys, if you look back, you know, we got entire superhero franchises just with like, you know, a, a black, uh, antagonist. We look at blade, you know, look at, look at Creed in recent years. Look at, I mean, and, and the list goes on and on. And if you don't believe me, guys, message me and I'll get you lists, entire list of films that just have multiple movies that were popular featuring black actors and actresses. So I disagree with, with Capel's remarks there. But what I really disagree with <clears throat> more than anything is that why would he even mention that? You know, if, if the situation was reversed and it was Steven Spielberg saying, or any white director saying, you know, um, we don't get enough movies. It, you, you think about the backlash that would create, the, the, the media hellstorm that would create. But more than that, or if it was J.J. Um, Abrams saying, we as Jewish people don't have enough Jewish antagonists or we don't get enough movies. You know, it, it would just create a hailstorm. It would cause an uprising, but nobody even, I don't hear many people even talking about these comments. Uh, but then he goes on to state that, uh, for us to be in a position where we can tell a story about our culture when referencing Rise of the Beast, it's special. I haven't heard anybody that says, critic or fan alike, saying that Rise of the Beast featured black or African-American culture in it. But, of course, there's nothing wrong with that if, they, if it was, were to. But the problem is, why are you trying to explore black or white or any kind of human culture in a Transformers movie. Number one, it's, a it's supposed to be a fun fantasy film that helps us escape from our reality. But two, it's supposed to feature the Transformers. How about going into their culture? 
you know, and featuring more on them. You know, I just don't understand. So all of these comments he made with Yahoo Entertainment and BET, I don't, I don't get. I don't agree with them. I don't understand it. I don't understand why it's an issue. Why would he even make these remarks? Of course, he referenced the, the Little Mermaid, Into the Spider-Verse, and now or Rise of the Beast being the three big ones this year that feature, uh, I guess he's saying, uh, prominent uh, black actors. And of course, of course, there's nothing wrong with it. But the thing is, I don't even highlight it or think about it when going into a film. I'm not a type of person that says, oh, there needs to be a white protagonist or, oh, there needs to be more black or, oh, there needs to be more China, Oriental or Asian. I guess Oriental's not PC anymore. I don't know. Uh, more Asian actors. You know, so I, I just, and, and what's also another thing is you have to be so careful what you say nowadays. It's just ridiculous. But, uh, but I guess that's going off on something else, but. I don't understand these comments he made. That left a bad taste in my mouth, but that's not the reason why I'm considering not even going to see the film, waiting for it to come out on DVD. Um, every, I, first of all, the reason why I personally wouldn't, and I've heard a lot of fans actually say they love the film, they're into it, they recommend that I see it. But uh, guys, I'm somebody that grew up with Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel, watching their reviews every day, reading them or you know, on TV reading their reviews, <clears throat> and uh, I have a lot of respect for film critics. And let me tell you something, guys. The majority of film critics have left nothing but negative things about this movie. Uh, it's just negative after negative. Very few film critics actually leave this a positive review. If you just look at, like, Rotten Tomatoes, for example, it's just bad, 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 as far as the critical review goes. Of course, everybody's quick to point out that uh, fan, the audience uh, rating, but you guys got to understand something about the audience rating. Number one, uh, the film is was pretty pretty well hyped. It wasn't the most hyped film in a while, but it's it was pretty well hyped. So people went into it having great expectations, telling themselves this is going to be so great, so awesome. And fan or audience ratings have a tendency to be initially deceitful, guys, if you really study these ratings and, and know them pretty well. Uh and as far as the, uh, you know, and I can reference other films where people go into it and they automatically have it in their minds. This is going to be better than I think it's, than, than, than it really is. Or they'll go out of it telling themselves and, and that it's better than, than it actually was because they want it to be so much. Um, but in case in point, Star Wars Episode One, and I love Star Wars Episode One, you know, but when we went into that film and I saw it opening night back in 99, we went into it thinking it was going to be one of the best motion pictures ever, ever filmed having such high hopes for it. And we didn't realize this until a couple couple months after we got out of the theater and after we saw it, because that night after we got out of the theater, we all were like, yeah, it was awesome. We loved it. But then we thought about it more and more as the weeks passed. And we were like, you know, that wasn't as good as we had hoped. And I think this could be the case of rise of the beast that, it, you know, and, but, but it's, it's, again, it's not just that it's that, uh, you know, you have people even saying it was better than the 86 movie, which is a total, you know, there's no way. Because, guys, I've heard the soundtrack, okay? And here's a problem. That's one another problem I have with it. I don't have a problem with them using, borrowing old tracks and inserting them into the soundtrack. You know, 90s hip-hop and stuff like Even though it's not my sort of music directly, uh, I have no problem with that. That's cool if they want to do that. The problem is their original composition, their score for the movie, aside from tracks that were previously released or previously done. 
did not impress me. It was generic. It was forgettable. It's just a kind of ho-hum theme. You know, it's the same problem I had with the uh, Dark Knight films, Christopher Nolan's Batman movies. The main theme was just kind of forgettable. It was fine, but it had nothing on those Danny Elfman scores of yesteryear, as far as Batman films go. Uh, and, and the same can be said for all the Transformer films, aside from, of course, 86 and a little bit the 07 because of Linkin Park and how much I love Linkin Park. But either way, I just I wasn't impressed with any of the new Transformers uh, musical compositions, including Rise of the Beast, which I have heard. Uh, so the film score, the critical reviews, Stephen Capel Jr.'s uh, kind of racial slash political comments he's made to these various entertainment groups, it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. But not only that, it's some of these fans who get triggered when you say and point out some of these facts. Uh, you know, and I have nothing against, if you want to say this is the greatest Transformer film ever made, that's fine. But don't try and present it to me like your statement is factual and that I have to accept it. Because uh, we don't. You know, people can disagree, and that's a big problem I have, is people being so thin-skinned they cannot take a contrary thought or contrary notion that goes against what they're putting out there. And uh, that's the, the reason that dialogue and conversation is there, guys, because we don't all have to disagree, and we're all part of the same phantom. I have nothing but love for you guys, uh, but I know that there's some people that just don't like me, don't like what I have to say. And But I'm, I know I'm getting off on a bit of a tangent here, I just wanted to get into that. Why I I'm I'm on the fence about whether actually to go see it in the theater when it comes to my town, uh, because of these these issues. But let me know what you guys think in the comments. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, guys, uh, you know I, I our channel it is keep it continues to grow. Uh, I continue to get listeners on Spotify. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. If you have any suggestions, please let me know. I'm not against that, guys. Or shoot me a message if you know me on social media. Check us out, by the way, on all those cool links below. And there you can find our social media groups. You can follow T-Talk Raw on Twitter. But God bless you guys. We're going to be back real soon. Till all in one. Funding for Transformers Talk Raw is made possible thanks to the support of viewers like you. Thank you.